Hey everyone, this is Jody Vesley here again with the Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregiver Podcast. We're here again in Season 5, uh, Episode 2. We started Season 5 a couple weeks ago uh, when I spoke about my big decision to come and serve here at Horizon Baptist Church here in Missouri City, and I got some good feedback on that. So thank you so much. Those of you who have reached out and shared that with me. Thanks to those of you who have rated our podcast on those different platforms. Um, Go ahead and follow us and rate us if you can. We appreciate it. Uh, It helps uh, our podcast to pop up more when people are searching uh, for different podcasts that deal with mental health and uh, podcasts for ministers, uh, missionaries, pastors, their families, uh, those who are looking for care, those who are looking for uh, discussions about topics that come from a biblical standpoint. And so I'm excited about the episode today here. We're going to get into uh, God's plan in decision making. And in our previous episode, you know, I had to talk about that big decision and coming to serve here at the at Horizon. Also pointed out in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that we don't want to just follow good things, but that we want to follow the plans God has for us. So how do we go about making those decisions? Today we are going to look at God's plan for our decision making. God has laid out information to help in our decision-making. The first thing that we should do is go to God in prayer and ask for wisdom. That's a given, um, but it's not understated. Uh, We, a lot of times, don't pray as much as we should. We undermine prayer. It takes a back seat, and we go about life. We'd go about ministry if we're doing ministry. We pray as a part of our ministry, but are we praying personally? Are we spending quality time with God? It's not a given that everyone's praying, so make sure any decisions you make, uh, first thing, go to God in prayer, and in that prayer, ask for wisdom. And with that wisdom, we need to further define the things we are needing to make a decision on, right? We can't make a good decision if we don't know the real situation about uh, what what the implications are of the decision, the potential consequences, uh, what's involved in that decision-making process from us and for those involved in the decision. And so we need to go through everything. Uh, so... A lot of times uh, people people make major decisions without a clear understanding of what they are really making a decision over. For instance, if you are deciding whether or not to go to a particular mission field, make sure that you do adequate research to figure out if it is even a place that needs to be considered in prayer. What do I mean by that? Well, maybe because of whatever reason, your family, in this example, maybe they absolutely need to homeschool for whatever reason. 
while some countries don't allow homeschooling. So that usually takes that uh, place as an option off the table because if it's not possible in terms of um, your family and, and whatever uh, needs they have, then it, it's taken off the table. Uh, because a lot of times we're talking about missionary and missionary families. And so it's very important that... Uh, <coughs> sorry, I have a bit of a cold or some allergies I'm getting over. Um, it's really important that the missionary consider his family and that they act as a unit because um, that's a representation of uh, Christ and our family and how we operate with our family. And if we're not together as a family unit and we're off alone and our family struggling without us, uh, that's not a great representation of Christ to, to the world. Uh, it's not a good example and so we need to be mindful of our family and ourself and the needs we have. And that can help us in determining what's um, a place that God is calling or not calling us to go to. Also, uh, another example, maybe you're considering taking on a new church and maybe the church doesn't want you to have additional work as a as a pastor, but also they're not at the same time willing to pay you enough wages, basic wages, for your family to live and survive on. The option is easily taken off the table in this case. You're not going to be able to do ministry and do God's will as he wants you to do, if your basic needs aren't provided for, aren't taken care of. Maybe you are listening and aren't in ministry and you're considering whether to marry someone or not. Well, maybe this individual is unwilling to consider Christianity or is Catholic and unwilling to consider someone else. And you two, although friends, may not be able to be in unity as the Bible teaches because your core vital beliefs aren't in harmony with each other. So basically, we need to be very inquisitive. We need to ask lots of questions. And we need to be very transparent before making a decision to be a part of a church or getting married or taking on a new job, etc., etc. To the best of our abilities, we need to be able to communicate God's leading on our hearts and based on what the needs and desires are for whatever thing we are considering. So if you're considering becoming a member of a church, you should be able to communicate your testimony, right, which is your story of salvation, and why you feel God is leading you to that church. You should have that conversation with leaders of the church and find out if the church is really what you think it is. Maybe you feel very passionate about serving on a worship team, but the church doesn't have an opportunity to serve on the worship team. Or maybe you desire to be involved in missions, but the church doesn't really do that much hands-on stuff with missions. Maybe that isn't the church for you. You see, recently a young man was asking me for advice and whether or not to serve on the staff at a particular church And he was going in view of a call. 
which is just for those of you who don't know what that means, it's like it's like a interview process for um, those in ministry where you, you you would go to a church and and uh, preach there, or if you're going there and going to be working with youth or leading music, you would you would do that also while you're there. And usually people will ask you some questions and get to know you, and then the church makes a decision whether or not they would like to invite you or call you to be uh, their pastor. And before he went, uh, I recommended, uh, he, he called me, and I recommended that he be as authentic and transparent as possible. And that he asked any and all questions he needed to before considering the position. Uh, And that's, you know, it's sad, but people have moved across the country before to work as an associate pastor to find out that um, the position wasn't what they thought it was. There was a miscommunication. Maybe uh, the expectation was not to work with youth on your part, but on their expectation it was one of your primary responsibilities. I mean, we need to be very thorough in our information gathering and uh, very transparent in who we are so that the church isn't getting someone that they think is different than who you really are. You need to be as authentic and transparent as possible. We also need to be thorough in our decision-making. Don't be haphazard. Don't be. Don't act on uh, impulse. That isn't wise. Obviously, we need to make sure our desire is in line with a biblical desire, and not just our own human desires. Right? Uh, sometimes, what we think would be the coolest place to go to as a as a church or to serve it as a church, or the best place to go, isn't necessarily in line with where God wants us to go. Maybe he has a plan for us and a desire for us to be in a place that we don't fully get and know yet. And let's look at uh, this Bible verse, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. It is never a bad idea to seek godly counsel, right? It's, it's biblical. So it says, um, plans fail when there is no counsel. But with many advisors, they succeed. So what this guy did in calling me and, and others before he wanted to view a call, that was wise. And I would encourage anybody to do that. I would encourage uh, anybody considering to go to the church to talk with church members or former church members about the church. I would, um, if, they're, if they're going to pastor, I'd encourage them to talk to former pastors who have pastored at that church. Um, gather as much information as possible and then gather information from from others who have been there and done that. Uh, and you may not take every bit of counsel you, you get, uh, but at least you have that knowledge and you can use it if, you, if necessary. So others can give you a different perspective uh, that is still in line with the Bible, right? Us as individuals, we're not the only ones with a biblical perspective. There's people all over the world with biblical perspectives that are also saved and and serve in ministry. And they can point out different things that you've missed or you haven't considered. 
Uh, my wife is really good for that for me, I know. Um, let's look at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Scripture says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right paths. Don't consider yourself to be wise. Fear the Lord. So here we're to trust. Trust in God with all of our hearts and not rely on our own understanding. Um, and consider don't consider ourselves to be wise. So here we... Um, we can use our brain, we should use our brain, uh, but we're also to walk by faith, right? And not by sight. We're to walk by trust in God. And ultimately, we need to trust the Lord in our decision-making and be willing to make a decision that may not make sense to us. Uh, Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. I almost used my poor public speaking ability as an excuse not to follow God's will into ministry and preaching. I almost didn't follow God to seminary because it seemed like a bad time economically to quit my job and move. However, I I just had to trust God and faith. This wasn't unwise. Wisdom is not based on our knowledge, right? It's based on God's knowledge. Our knowledge is limited. His knowledge is unlimited. There are times we make mistakes in our decision-making, right? Sometimes we get it wrong. We... We miscalculate, we act in impulse, we act out of our desire and not God's desire. And that's okay. Uh, we, we're all sinners. We all make mistakes. We just need to repent, right? Change our heart, turn from that, and keep on going towards Christ, trying to make the right decisions. Don't get so discouraged. Keep it up. God will use that ultimately for good. He'll use that mistake to help you be more like him and to help you to minister to others. So um, don't get discouraged by making mistakes. Be willing to walk by faith. Be willing to make mistakes. So if we really want to break down um, decision-making and and God's plan in in it, um, the first thing we need to do in making a decision is determining God's plan for our life. You know, that <laughs> that's a big thing, though. Um, but that's we've talked about that some before, about the call to ministry. And uh, when we, and we, we've discussed before about praying and uh, having peace, uh, unexplainable peace, when we know God's plan for us and that it's just an open door that we don't have to force any and he closes doors that he doesn't want us to go through. And we need to be aware of that. And we need to be mindful of that. And so after you know God's uh, big plan or big plans for you, use that to make bigger decisions. Uh, so use God's plan for you and, and the bigger decisions that you have made to help make then smaller decisions. And from there, you can determine what steps you need to take to accomplish, to to follow through with the smaller decisions. In doing this, make sure to establish boundaries that that eliminate wasted time and doing things outside of God's plan for you and, and making decisions that don't fall into that plan. So let's say that your big purpose is to serve God in full time, full time in the ministry to be a husband and to be a father. 
then in determining what job to take, you would, which is a big decision, right? You would want to make sure that job is full time in, in the ministry or helps in that in some way while still allowing you to focus on being a husband and a father. After choosing that job, uh, then smaller decisions of whether or not to go to work, when to take off, etc., are made. Then steps are made to uh, help in the smaller decision making. For instance, if you uh, if you or one of your kids are are sick, uh, and you're trying to determine whether or not to go to work, and or um, you're talking with your spouse, maybe you need to talk with your spouse about getting on the same page in that decision. Uh, those are steps that you can take in making those smaller decisions. Um, and, and then when to take off, um, discussing that with your, with your spouse and, and what time works good for a vacation and where to go and how much to spend and giving your work notice and getting work prepped for your time away, etc. Like all those things that have to be done, <clears throat> but they go in order of God's plan, larger decisions, smaller decisions, and then steps. Uh, and then you can also set boundaries, uh, like for instance, a boundary would be if, uh, if this said job doesn't let you get to spend time with your family or doesn't allow you to serve in full-time ministry like you should, um, then that would be easy, an easy decision and knowing if you should take that job or not, even if the job is very tempting salary-wise, you would, you would have that boundary set up. So, that the temptation of a large salary didn't keep that didn't uh, go against God's plan for your life, uh, what you what you determined it to be, and so for those not in full time ministry, you can use this same general principle of God's big plans for your life to help make big decisions, and then those big decisions can help you to make smaller decisions. And, set, uh, and make steps in that right direction. Then boundaries can be set up to help you from making wrong decisions that aren't in line with God's big plan for you. Just think about that, right? This is something that to, to, to think on. And, and a lot more can be added to this. Books can be written about it. And we have a whole season's worth of podcast episodes to go on, the, uh, to go on this topic of decision-making. And so... Um, if you're if you're out there and you don't know if you've made the right decision, uh, and and you'd like to talk about it with some people um, here at Heartway, my wife Gabby and I were available to talk to. We can also recommend other people for you to talk to that that maybe could help give you some uh, good solid biblical uh, wisdom on 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 in helping you uh, make those decisions. Uh, we don't get offended if you don't follow whatever, you know, we recommend to you. In fact, we more ask questions than telling you what to do. We just help you to consider things that maybe you haven't considered. And some of, sometimes that's just all we need, right? Um, maybe right now you're just trying to make a big decision. You don't know. You don't know what God's plan is for you. Um I think it's in a lot of ways really similar to 
determining God's calling, like when someone knows whether they're called to ministry or not. You just have a, a peace about it, an unexplainable peace. It works in line with, with, with where God is leading you, the giftings he's given you, um, and you can't see yourself being at peace doing any other thing. And so if you're, if you don't know if this is wherever you're at today, is this, you know, where I should be? Or you're considering, should I go to this place or do this thing? Is that where I should be? I would encourage you to ask yourself the question. And I think we mentioned this last time. Could you do, could you be at peace spiritually doing any other thing? And I think when you ask yourself that question, it can answer that. It can, it can be of use in answering that question. Uh, one time, a guy was asking me, who was a, a teacher, he was asking me um, about the call to ministry. And, and the thing is, is he had peace. He didn't know whether he should be in ministry full-time or not, but he had peace being a teacher, serving as a teacher full-time. And he was happy with that and content with that and felt like he was also growing spiritually in a church at the same time and serving in a church. And, uh, you know, I, I told him, if you have peace doing that and maybe God isn't calling you into the ministry, uh, because I feel like when God calls us into the ministry, he doesn't let us be at, at peace doing anything else other than the ministry uh, full time, at least. And so... Uh, that's something to to think on and, and pray on too. <clears throat> As we go, just so you can prep yourselves for the next uh, for the rest of the season. Um, the my plan right now is the next episode to go over boundaries specifically in decision making, um, and then episode four about doors closing, and episode five about doors opening. Episode six about limbo when you're in between uh, and you're making decisions in a in-between situation. Number seven, um, who should be involved in your decision making would be episode number seven uh, and then probably to what extent in that too. Uh, episode eight, how to tell people about your decision, especially big decisions, right? Uh, sometimes that's not easy, uh, especially telling people for those missionaries listening, you know, I'm moving to another country. You know, that's not an easy thing for people to accept sometimes. Uh, number nine, episode nine, what to expect after telling people about your decision. <laughs> not everyone may be happy with your decisions. And so um, a lot of there's a lot of unresolved conflict in the world of ministry. People who don't talk to their parents or their, their relatives, things went bad. And, uh, and, and, and a lot of times it went bad here when they left to somewhere or they just decided to go into full-time ministry. And then the last episode of season five, what happens if you made the wrong decision? I mean, we, I mean, we, we touched on that, just, just really to scratch the surface of that. 
But uh, what happens if you made the wrong decision? We'll dive deeper into that. And so, you know, I hope that the episode today has been helpful to you just to help you to think on some things, to chew on some things, to pray on some things. Uh, Obviously, you know, we can't tell you in a podcast what decisions to make. We can ask questions, we can provide information, we can share experiences that can be uh, maybe of use to you as you pray through and think through making decisions. Again, uh, here at Heartway, we're able to provide some coaching and some counseling. So if you feel led to reach out and uh, provide any feedback or or questions on this podcast uh, or any of the episodes I've done, uh, you can reach me by email at Jody, that's J-O-D-I-E at heartwaycare.org. And until next time, this has been the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with issues at the source.